What's up guys, this is Carter Thomas of Blue Cloud Solutions and today I want to talk about what I would do if I was starting over again and I had $1,000 to spend. And so I get this question a fair amount and I think it's actually very helpful to hear with somebody who's been doing this for very long, what they would do if they started over. And I'm not, uh, just to preface, I'm not going to sit here and tell you like, well, you got to get in the right mindset and you got to get a good attitude and get in shape because I know for me, like that's the last stuff I wanted to hear. Like when I was just getting started, I mean, I couldn't even pay my rent. And I was like, dude, I don't care about the, like just tell me the real stuff and tell me what needs to happen. And that's what really got me over the goal line. And so what I wanna do is share not only a little bit about what I did, but also what I would do if I was in a position where I needed to get in the app business, not because I thought it was cool, but because I had to make it happen. And I needed an app to make money, to grow into something bigger than me, whatever it may be. I want to share that with you. It's five, five steps that really, once you get past these five steps, then it starts repeating itself and it's pretty systematic after that. So let's just dive in. Now the first one is I would become obsessed with learning and information. Now this is no... Uh, you know, no surprise here. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of obsessed with information as it is, but I would dive into every blog, book, Facebook page, community, everything I possibly could, and learn everything I could, and I'd be as active as I possibly could. So, one thing that I did that I think really helped me accelerate quickly in my life and in business, especially, is that I constantly was providing feedback. I was commenting on posts. I was comment, re replying to twit, uh, Twitter tweets. I was commenting on every blog. I was emailing the people that were sending me the newsletters. I was constantly trying to give feedback and helping other people. Because it's, it's one thing to be obsessed with information and to consume it all, but that doesn't really help you as much as if you take it and then you you put back into it. Your brain works a lot more. Your brain learns a lot more. You get way more out of it. So the first step is if, if I was starting over only a thousand bucks, is I would get so obsessed with not only learning, but with being immersed in the app world, in the app community. And I would learn everything through that osmosis. All right, so that's the first one. The second thing is I would get an app in the store for as little money as I possibly could. I would not try to make my first app a home run by any means. I, in fact, I kind of hope that it wouldn't do very well because that would allow me, that would free me from this perfectionist death wish of, oh man, well, I gotta get it right, I gotta put all the right keywords, I gotta make sure everything's perfect. All I would care about is how do I go from no apps in the app store to one app in the app store? It doesn't matter how simple or dumb the app is, just get something in there for less than, let's say 50 bucks. And you could do that. I mean, you could do a template we have on Blue Cloud Solutions for, I think the cheapest one we have is like 19 bucks or something. You could go on many of these template sites out there. You could even get an open source uh, template that you, if you really want to kill, really, really inexpensive. And then you just change up the graphics and you make it your own. And you can hire someone for 100 bucks and they'll redo the graphics. Or you can just stay up at night, which is what I did, uh, and do the graphics yourself. Chances are I'd probably hire someone because... I'm not that good at that kind of stuff. And it would really just slow me down if I tried to do it. It would frustrate me. But the bottom line is, I would probably take that first $100, $120, 
and I would get in the App Store. I would not care about making money or getting downloads. I would just try to get in the App Store. Because once you're in, it's real. When you're not in, it's easy to be like, oh, I gotta think about this, and what about this, and what about this analytics thing, or what about this keyword? And you make up these, these problems to procrastinate yourself. And the key is just getting in the App Store because then you can't make excuses anymore. You know what needs to happen once the app is live. All right, so first one, get information, be obsessed in the communities. Second one is do lean startup and get an app in the store uh, as, as cheaply as possible, inexpensively as possible. The third piece is I would find and I would research, I would, I would say I would find an obsessed audience of people. I would spend a, a fair amount of time not only learning about apps, but I would find a community of people that are completely obsessed with some topic. Uh, I think one thing that comes to the top of my mind just because I've worked with many and I've, uh, I've been doing a lot of research on them is dog owners or pet owners or cat owners, whatever. People that, are, people that have pets tend to be, there's a subsection of those people that are completely obsessed with their pets. I just read an article that came out in the Washington Post that said that People, have, people spend $67 billion on their pets this year, 2017, and that's up $52 million over the last five years. Like, it's insane how much people love their pets and how much money they'll spend on their pets. So the third step, the thing I would do if I was getting into apps right now, is I would learn everything I could, not only about apps, but about the people that were gonna download my app. So I would go and I would find these communities, I would get obsessed about them, I would research them like crazy, and just go nuts, okay? Now the fourth thing I would do, fourth thing I would do with that is I would start to understand this audience, right? Not only would I find the audience, I would go and I would like all the Facebook pages that they liked, I would look through the comments, I would start to talk to them in private groups, I would find out what sort of books they're reading, what are they spending their money on, what sort of Instagram accounts they like, what kind of pictures do they take, whatever. I would learn everything I could about these people with the end goal of asking them, hey, what is something that you wish you had? Or, more importantly, what is something that you need for this particular obsession? So for pets, pet owners, dog owners, for example, I could ask them, hey, what's What's something that you wish you had that isn't available right now? You know, knowing that I'm gonna build an app about it. And maybe they say, oh, you know, I wish I just had a way to connect with other people walking dogs in my neighborhood so that I could either walk with them or they could, they could uh, share, we could share each other's uh, responsibilities when we're on vacation or whatever. Oh, okay, cool, that's like a dating app for dog owners. Yeah, exactly, okay. Or maybe something like, oh, well, I wish I had this cute little app that I can make, I can put stickers on my dog or whatever it may be, but just listening to what they really want or what they really need. And so that is the fourth step of understanding this audience and what they want. And so the final piece is I would put together a strategy of how do I take this app that I just put in, this like very simple app that probably has nothing to do with dog owners, and how could I morph that? into something that the dog owners really, really want. Now, maybe it's uh, maybe it's, it's so far different that I have to create a second app, but now that I've created one, I can create a second one. But all I know is that if I have an app in the store and I know someone wants something so bad, 
there is nothing that's going to stop me from turning that app, at least getting it close to addressing that problem. And then the fifth step is I would see if I could get this app in front of these people and see what their reaction are, see what their reaction is so that they would let me know what I should build. You see what I'm saying? I'm not going for the home run. I'm not trying to figure it all out with my app. I'm trying to find the people that want the thing and then give them something that's basic enough that then they can come back to me and say, you know, this is okay, but I wish it had boom, boom, boom. Or, you know, it's, it's not that good because it doesn't have boom, 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 whatever it may be. But I would just get this audience of people that liked me, that trusted me, to give me feedback on products that were in the store that were somewhere around what they were talking about liking. And I would put it in front of them, right? So I guess you can call that marketing, you can call that continued market research. But once I have that, the rest is pretty straightforward. And then it just comes down to updating your app, you know, conversion rates, getting downloads. But I wouldn't care about the algorithm. I wouldn't care about uh, you know, getting it all perfect. All I would care about is, do the, does this obsessive community like my app enough to download it and to potentially pay money for it? And if I could, if I could have that situation, there is nothing that would ever stop me from improving that app and making it really, really spectacular and just continuously asking this community, do you like this? Is this something you'll download? Do you, will you pay for it? And then putting it in front of them and seeing if they actually will. With that five-step system, first of all, I think it's much less than $1,000. And two, I think that that is a guaranteed way to get a lot of people that will download your app waiting for you. And then the real exercise comes into continuing to listen to them and improving your app. And how do you get more people that are obsessed with dogs to see your app? Maybe it's a timer. Maybe it's a dog walking thing. Maybe it's how to order more dog leashes, whatever it may be. All you gotta do is just get it a little close to what they want. Even if that's just like redesigning it so that it's something that they see. Like if you make a game and you make it for uh, Golden Retriever lovers and you give it to them, they're gonna give you feedback. And every time they give you feedback, it's going to write your strategy for you. I don't need someone, or I wouldn't need someone to be like, well, if you have to do it this particular way, no, that's not true. It's find out what people want and then just build your product to give them what they want. That, if I was starting over completely, would be the absolute number one way thing I would do. Now, this shockingly can, can be done in a matter of weeks. And it, even if you don't know anything about coding, it can happen because you're gonna get a template and it can be very cheap and you can modify that template. And I know a lot of you out there are like, but how do I get a template that I know they want? And you gotta remember, you're not building the product that they want. All you're doing is getting something in the store to prove to yourself you can make an app. And once you know what they want, you go back to your app and you modify it a little bit just to get it like 5% of what they want. Just like the tiniest shred so that they're like, oh, well, okay, I get why I'm looking at this, but I'm not interested. Like that's a win. And then you slowly make it better and better and better. And you can do that with pretty much any product. Now certain ones are, are obviously better than others when you get to the next level. But if you follow that exact process over and over, you can see why you're always going to win because you always have marketing, you always have users 
dying to download your products and you're just making products for people that already want the, what, what you're making. It's a very powerful strategy. So I hope that's helpful. If anyone's out there, if you're just getting started, uh, first thing I would encourage you to do is, you know, with step one, get the information, read the blog. If you really want to up your game and you want to get some structure, join the Blue Cloud app formula, which is part of our workshop. It will get you the education you always wanted in less than 30 days. And then you can start to just dominate this process. It works really well. This is what business is built on. And it doesn't have to be complicated. You don't have to code. You don't have to do anything like that. And I think that this is the, this is it. Like this is the future of the app business and this is how real things happen. So I hope that was helpful. If you're watching on YouTube, give me the thumbs up. Watching on Facebook, please like this post. If you're on the podcast, please leave me a review or share this with somebody. And thank you so much for watching. I'll catch you guys soon. Peace.